Welcome to the Taco Tuesday Fantasy Football Podcast, brought to you by Triple D Wine and Spirit Distribution and Rico's Cheese. Here's your host, Spicy Gumbo. Hello, Podcastville. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Taco Tuesday Fantasy Football League Podcast, presented by our friends at Rico's Cheese. This is the final podcast of the season for our league. I know you guys are very sad. Um, this is the 10th episode. I am only contractually obligated to do 10. Um, I always try to get 12 in, but with holidays, a few things popped up. I got my 10 in, but um, I'm happy to be here, and I have a very special guest with me today. It is the co-manager, one of the managers of the Happy Endings team at our league. Um, Dave, are you with us today? Yes, sir. How are you doing today? Good. So this is Little Dave, and Little Dave is the son of Big Dave. Big Dave is basically the Jim Ursay of their of their combo. He is the owner, <laughs> financer, and Little Dave, his son, is the manager basically for the league. So for 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 that team. So, and coincidentally, um, you know. Big Dave has been the manager owner of this team in our league for four seasons. And now that he let someone else be the general manager of the team, it is by far the best season your team has had. So congratulations. Yeah, it's no no coincidence at all. I'm just a better <laughs> fantasy football manager overall. <laughs> yeah, your team is in the semifinals in our league. And also, coincidentally, so is Spicy Gumbo. And we are facing each other this week. That is very exciting stuff, Dave. Yes, sir. Very exciting. <laughs> There's a few things with my team that I need to figure out, but I think I can pull off the win in the end. Yeah, we'll have to talk about uh, our teams in a little while. Um, it's 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 interesting, you know, when this league started this season, I know there's a lot of people out there. I follow Twitterverse out there. By the way, make sure you follow us on Twitter at TacoFFL. Drop a line. Maybe you'll get on the podcast. But I follow people who were 0-3, 0-4. I was 0-4. Spicy Gumbo listeners was 0-4 at one point in our <laughs> in our league. And I was like, you know, I'm a big numbers guy, Dave. And I was like looking at the – I was like, what are, my, what are the odds of me making the playoffs 0-4? Let's put the numbers in. 12-team league. Six teams make the playoffs. Oh, good. I, I have a 6% chance of making the playoffs at 0-4. I was like, well, I better start doing something. So I made some savvy trades. And look at here, sitting in the semis. So I'm, I'm just happy to be in the playoffs against you. So it's, it's, um, it's, it's a pleasure, pleasure to face you on the field of battle this week. Yeah, you, uh, you really turned your team around like yeah. these like, past couple weeks. So that's Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. So it was just um, a couple of savvy trades midway through the season. You know, when you're staring down 0-4 um, and, you know, it's 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 not a good team. To, you know, you, know you got to make some changes. So, I mean, I, I literally uh, traded away. The only person I have left on my team is Jalen Hurts is from one I drafted. Nobody else I drafted is still on my team. Um, and that's that's a painful story that we'll get to in a second <laughs> so um yeah it's, it's interesting i was like okay I, I just totally threw a, a grenade into it i was it was either one of two things i could either a just kind of sell my players for next year and just just make it where i'm gonna, gonna fold this season or b throw a grenade in there and just blow it up and just see who i can else i can pick up and try to make it work so it's worked and on the, on the opposite token i think your team 
started off super hot. I mean, you guys were, I think, six and two at one point, maybe seven and two, and um, a couple, a couple of sputtering um, to the playoffs. But you guys got the first round by, and you were able to get a little healthier. But I think both our teams got some issues. So, talk, tell me about your team. Like, what, what kind of issues you got in your team going to week sixteen? And let's see if some of our listeners can relate to it. Um, I'd say the main, main, main issue is Lamar. Lamar's been injured. But this is the second week now, I think, I believe. Yeah, this will be probably going on three because he didn't practice Tuesday or Wednesday. And we haven't got the. By the way, listeners, we are recording this. It is midday Thursday, so we don't know any final week injury reports. We don't know what's happening on day Thursday night football game. So this will probably you'll probably be listening to this on Friday when I get it out. So we don't we don't know what's going on. Um, Thursday late, and so we're not gonna talk about it. But yeah, Lamar has been out, and I think. I think I think his backup Huntley is out as well. I think he's still out. Um, yeah, if it, it, it kind of falls down if Lamar practices today, I don't even, I don't even know who their third string quarterback is. What is his name? Um, Anthony Brown. Anthony Brown, um, the old Oregon Duck, the undrafted Oregon Duck, is their third string quarterback. So I I, I don't know much about how Baltimore is going to handle <laughs> um, that transition to quarterback, but it really, it comes down to both our quarterbacks this week. Cause on the sound, the flip side of my team, Jalen hurts is my starting quarterback listeners. And as most of you know, who are Jalen hurts owners, he is not playing this week, not season ending, nothing crazy um, sprained shoulder. So unfortunately a lot of us don't have Jalen hurts as a option this week. So you have, don't have Lamar. I don't have Jalen hurts. What what do you, what are you looking at? Who who are you looking to put in there for yourself, Dave, for this week? If Lamar can't go, um, I was actually talking to my dad about that a few minutes ago, and I uh, actually picked up Zach Wilson. So, Going uh, with Wilson, might have to start Wilson. I think he's the best quarterback on the waiver wire right now. Because I don't have a good backup quarterback. That's my fault for not keeping one. <laughs> you are in the same boat as me. So I I traded this is and when I imploded my team, everybody, my backup quarterback was actually Justin Herbert. Traded him, rode hurts as long as I could. And I might be in the same boat with you. I may be starting <laughs> Brock Purdy <laughs> or Deshaun Watson. So I'm not sure which one I'm gonna be starting. Uh and, and, and it's it's fitting, Dave, because you know, I think it would be an unfair matchup had he, if uh, they haven't ruled Lamar out yet, but it's he's trending towards being out. They have ruled out Jalen Hurts at this point, so it's it would it would be unfair if Lamar went and Jalen didn't. And on the same flip side, I think it would be an unfair matchup if Jalen went and Lamar didn't. Um, I do think it's fair if neither of them go. I think I think our matchup would be much more much much fairer if neither starting quarterback is able to go. If you're starting Zach Wilson, I'm starting Brock Purdy. It's just a fitting fitting end to to the semis here for us, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Yeah. The only bad thing is that uh, Wilson plays tonight, so I have to decide if I either want to ride to see if Lamar plays or if I start Wilson tonight. Yeah, they're playing Jacksonville, and I believe they're playing. Are they playing in New York or are they playing in Florida? I, I can't remember where they're playing. I mean, that, that, that'd be kind of a big test as well. I mean, if they're playing in Florida. I think it's a little warmer. Um, I think it might be a better game for both quarterbacks. I'm not sure of the weather conditions there right now, but if they're playing in New York, it is, it is cold and icy right now in New York. So I think, I actually think they are playing in Jacksonville. So but I'll double check on that a little bit later, but real quick, before we get moving on, you know, I, I, I try to, 
get to my listeners, listeners out there that have been listening faithfully all season long, dropping lines in my Twitter, dropping lines in my DMs. I do appreciate that. We have a, a fun little segment called our mailbag segment. So I want to thank a couple of listeners out there. Um, and I, I've, I've mentioned this before on the podcast, Dave, where I open up my DMs and it's just you know ridiculous stuff where it's people asking me to invest in crypto, Join their own OnlyFans page. Um, I, I actually opened up a, a and, and this one I actually actually enjoyed. I opened up one and it was just a picture of, of a of a toilet with a with a dookie in there, and some guy just said your your podcast is trash. And I actually appreciate that, um, whether I negatively or positively um, enforce my will on people. I appreciate the the listen. You go, you're going on analytics, so I know you don't like the podcast, sir. Whoever you are, and I appreciate the DM. But heck, you downloaded an episode, so so I still appreciate that. <laughs> but um, we get a lot of lot of good notes in there, and I got one from, and this one I really didn't want to open. Dave, it was from someone named Jugs MD. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to open this DM. <laughs> so, oh man! <laughs> but it was it was a somewhat one of our listeners, and he um. Um, I'm not sure if it's male or female, but Jugs enjoyed the the podcast, really liked it, and wanted to ask, within our league, do we do punishments for a last place team? And that's a great question, Jugs. So I'll answer it, because this is little Dave. He's new to our league. His team is in our league, but um, been in our league for a long time, but uh, but he is just our co-managing team with his dad this season. So we used to have, we used to have a punishment, little Dave, um, where it was, <laughs> since our, our, our friends at Rico's supplied a lot of these prizes for us to give out, um, by the way, listeners, we give out weekly prizes, Rico's cheese, Rico's popcorn, Rico's chips, all kinds of Rico stuff because they help sponsor us, keep the lights on. And one of our punishments was the last place team would have to shave with the razor, with Rico's cheese, and <laughs> needless to say, yeah, it was for the people that shaved with Rico's cheese. It it wasn't a terrible shave, from what they were telling me. It was actually a pretty pretty nice close shave, pretty smooth. Probably because it's kind of greasy. It's kind of a greasy substance. So, um, but our sponsor put an axe to that, so they said it's not. You really shouldn't shave with it. So now we just consume Rico's cheese on here. But um. You know, as far as a punishment goes, we don't really have one. The last place team has to pay the engraving fee for the trophy for our perennial trophy that gets passed around. Um, that's about it. Um, outside of this league, um, little Dave, do you are you in other leagues? If so, do they have a punishment for the last place team? Uh, yeah, I'm not in another league right now. I think I'm only on two or three, and I all like I co-manage them. You can stay yeah. with my dad. So uh, two years ago, I didn't get last place, but uh, I think last place had to hit eat like the spiciest chip, the tortilla chip, whatever it was. I gotcha. Or we like <laughs> locked him in a cage or something like that. Something weird because we're all high school kids, so it was something wild. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's, it's interesting. I, I've I've heard of some where it's like you know, the last place team gets to be renamed by the first place team. And that was actually one of the funny ones. So a true story here, listeners, I'm going I'm to I'm go on a small tangent. So I was actually taking my trophy in um, the one for the Taco Tuesday league to get engraved. And there was another guy here at the same trophy studio getting his perennial trophy engraved just at the same time. We just happened to be there at the same time. And 
last year it was a team called Dirty White Boys. Um, Travis, his team won, so I was getting there, getting it engraved. Um, and you know, it's, it's kind of embarrassing when you go in there. Can you put Dirty White Boys on my trophy for me? <laughs> like they're like, oh, okay. And there's a guy snickering like down the counter for me. And and she's like, well, you don't know what he's putting on his trophy. <laughs> and I look over, I was all, hey, what do you put on your trophy? He he said, well, you know, the first place team gets to rename the last place team, and then they're stuck with that name team name for next season. Um, and the trophy was for uh, last place. It was like a, like it was like a toilet bowl, and they had like little things on ours as the first place trophy. But he had he had a trophy for the last place team. And um, I was like, so he, <laughs> this is terrible. I I I I, I was a, I was shameful of saying it. It was called the. <laughs> the the Casey Anthony daycare center. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. that's that's too soon, man. That is way too <laughs> soon. You know, you just can't do that. He's like, I know. I was I was I was sad about putting it on here. Even the lady that was doing the engraving, she's like, I didn't even put the engraving on there. I was like, I was like, oh, what's that's terrible. But anyway, well, great question, Jugs. You know, it kind of depends. You know, on your on your league, we don't like we don't like having those weird punishments where you you stick someone on a corner in a unicorn uniform or you, you, know, you, you, you make them, you know, do something really ridiculous. Cause most of the guys in our taco league are about my age, late forties, early fifties. We got kids, we got our kids co-managing teams with us. We got jobs. So really uh, we just like to have a good time. And one of the things about the league that I like is this podcast that kind of adds a little bit different element to it. So there's your answer. So hopefully we'll give you a little bit of insight into our league and just, we do some fun things here for the most part. uh, One more thing. I also want to thank our German listeners. Um, They have eclipsed the 20% of our downloads. So I get, I get analytics Dave all the time for our league. That's basically how we get our sponsors is by how people download our podcast. And sometimes we'll get like, you know, between four and 500 on a bad week. Sometimes we might break a thousand listens and downloads, Uh, but it's slowly been creeping up and our German audience is growing. So um, guten tag, uh, my friends in Deutschland. I do appreciate your listening. I will practice my German. I promise. So (laughs) you have to be uh, fluent by next season. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. I'm going to try to get to the German game out there. See if I get out there for the NFL German game and meet, meet, meet the, meet the hundreds of people that are listening to the podcast out there. Cause I want to know who it is, <laughs> but um, anyway, so the meat of this discussion, you know, I, we're, we're going to go into um, our, some key injuries that are happening. We even discussed a couple of them already. We will discuss some waiver wire pickups to week 16, maybe some matchup stuff, but what is what I want to do for the last podcast of this season, Dave, is just talk about leagues in general. Because we both have been parts of numerous leagues over the years, co-managing, managing. We've seen how leagues are run. And I think what the listeners probably want to hear about, because at this point, you're you're one of two teams in your league at this point. You're either in the playoffs, you're in the semis, you're in the playoffs, or you're planning for next year. You're one of those two teams. You're, you're, there's not really much going on other than that for your team. But one of the things that you would be deciding is should I stay in this league or should I go? You know, it, 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 it's, it's, it's a tough situation when you're in a league, you don't like what makes good league, what makes a bad league. Um, am I coming back to this league next season? Am I, am I leaving next season? You know, it, it's, it's one of those things that you, 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 you toil about right now. And I will have to say that, that almost all the teams in this league come back every year. Um, it's, we have a couple of fun points in this, this league, but 
I, I do want to talk about some things that I see in other leagues that cause them to leave and things that I see that cause our teams to stay. So I'll, I'll toss it to you, um, Dave, for, for the first point. Give me something that you have seen in this league or other leagues that really says, okay, I, I'm going to stay in this league because of A, B, and C. Uh, I would say probably like this, like this like interactive thing. I do a podcast. Like this, this kind of league is a – you make sure everyone's like in the loop. Everyone's interactive. You talk to multiple people to keep them in like uh, – if their team's doing bad, you'll still reach out and like, hey, let's do a podcast. Let's do this. Let's talk about it. So if you're doing bad, you're still like you're still in the league in a way. You might be losing, but you're still like you have people to talk to. You do this podcast. There's a lot of interactive things in this league. I, I like that. You know, I, I, I first of all, thank you for the kudos. I do appreciate that. Um, and and it, it actually carries right me segue segues me right into one of my points of being that really hands-off commercial commissioner and I, I i used to be in a league like that i used to run a league like that and even a lot of commissioners now will still say that is oh i just you know we do the draft and then i let the league run and do whatever you know and i i i'm not like that like i i, I don't like being in leagues like that i like a really hands-off and i enjoy leagues where there's more interaction like you said because i would say 90%, maybe even higher than that, is you get 12 guys together, they draft, and that's it. You know, you, then you're just basically running a team, you know, not really doing anything else. Uh, I enjoy the interaction on the podcast. I enjoy the interaction with the prizes, with our sponsors, doing all kinds of fun stuff with the league, throughout the league. And it's a labor of love for the commissioner, don't get me wrong. I think that, you know, a lot of commissioners out there, you know, it's hard to, it's hard, it's hard to keep active during the season you know it's right in the winter months your holidays are here it's a labor of love for us commissioners out there it really is because there's no there's no (laughs) owner commissioner meeting in in cabo before the league starts you know we don't have like all this fun stuff that we do for fantasy that we see in pro football it's um it's it's definitely something i enjoy and i love and i'm glad you are enjoying it as well um the interaction for the league and i i kind of want to go into something else that i see some leagues do and it, it bothers me it bothers me to no end is teams not being in a, in a democracy run league and that's where their voices aren't heard and, and it, it bothers me because you can't have the commissioner run everything in our league they don't so in our league trades have a review time so when someone when, when a trade is processed it's not just the commissioner that flips the switch and says okay the trade's going through and that's it we do have a review period in our league listeners where 24 hours before the trade is processed it is posted um it is posted up on our league board um league of and a fantasy football carrier so that way commissioners have a i mean owners of our other teams in the league have a chance to vote for or against that trade it's just i think democracy is the main key in a lot of leagues i think i think if you're in a league where everything is based on what the commissioner wants or the commissioner votes on it i just think that not to say that's a bad league the way it's run it just it just kind of silences your vote in a way um what do you think about that yeah that was also one of my points for like it's a 
it's a good thing and a bad thing to have rules, but then it's if it's to the point where it's like a like what you're saying, like a dictatorship, where like the commissioner is controlling everything, micromanaging everything, it makes it makes it less enjoyable, honestly. Like it makes you not want to do it if like someone's always like texting you, like, oh yeah, make sure to do this, do that, do this, do that. Or like it's good to have a like a checks and balances type of thing where everyone's equal. So where if a majority rules over one thing, it happens instead of the commissioner just being like the iron fist over everyone. Agreed. Yeah, it's it, it it prevents a couple of things. It prevents a like you said, for it to be a league, a dictatorship run. It also prevents cheating. So I, I have seen this. I have been a, a part of this of leagues like this. I immediately left the league right after the season is over where you know the commissioner has so much control of everything you're like hey wait a minute how did that trade process or hey wait a minute that's not who he had starting on sunday you know you just you notice little nuances here and there and so having a democracy a democracy way it's run where everybody's voice is heard helps prevent cheating by everybody you know but you never want to be in a league where cheating is even accused of or is just blatantly going on so that's a big one if you're in a league that cheats listeners you may want to consider going to a different league next season but it helps helps prevent so make sure your voice is heard um give me something uh that you have seen well i guess you, you have but give me give me another one that you've seen where oh my God, I do not want to be in this league anymore. Like, this is not the league for me, and this is not, I don't want to be part of this, and <laughs> I'm out of here. Have you seen anything like that, Dave? Or you're like, I'm out of here. I'm not going to do that anymore. Um, I'd say, like, one of the first leagues I joined in, like, high school, like, we, we drafted, and after that, everyone, like, it wasn't competitive. Like, no one would do their lineups. Everyone was inactive. It got to the point where one person ended up just, like, selling his whole team to someone else for, like, free. And wow. so that person ended up winning. So like it's it's really tough when everyone doesn't really do their part in a way, like making it competitive, which really did like it drove me away from that league. And I was only there for one year. It's it's interesting you should say like that's that's kind of what goes into part of the commissioner of getting the right guys together. Um, you have these guys that are active each week, set their lineups. You don't have to be uber chatty or jump on our chat all the time. A lot of the guys don't. But as long as you're just actually remaining competitive, we have guys in our consolation bracket that are still on the waiver wire, setting their lineups, trying to get. Oh, this is a, a great rule. Um, side side note on our listeners out there, one of the things that we do to keep our consolation bracket competitive, because sometimes when the playoffs hit, you know, you have six teams that are like, oh, I guess I'll just sit around here for three weeks, wait for it to be over. So what we do for our league listeners, and this is something you might, might want to implement that really helps out, is the six teams in our consolation bracket, the six teams who did not make the championship playoff bracket, they're fighting for their draft position. So the winner of the consolation bracket gets to pick their draft position for next year, um, spots one through six. And that's the way it would have ended up anyway. So, because our league runs where the worst teams get the best picks next year, and the best teams get the get six to get seven through twelve, and the consolation bracket gets one through six. But the person who wins the consolation bracket gets to pick where they draft one through six. Again, it's not a big prize, but it's something worth fighting for. Something to make your team better next year. So, it's, it's something that helps keep things competitive for your team. But as you were alluding to Dave is yeah, the, the guys you choose for your league are so important in, in, in getting 
the activity throughout the season. So if you're not getting activity throughout the season, you know, either blame the manager or blame the commissioner. And if you get something where a guy is just dropping his team, selling that for free. Yeah. That's, that's not the league that you want to be in. Um, but the biggest thing that I'll, I'll point on this, and I don't want to, I don't want to spend too much time on here. Listeners. I know you guys have places to go. I'm trying to keep our last podcast short. Um, is avoid negativity in the league. Keep it fun. So I see a lot of leagues out there where managers will take sides during a dispute or the commissioner will take sides during a dispute. Number A, everybody should remain neutral. Nobody should be calling out other managers um, when there's a trade going through, if there's something you need to mediate, mediate it. But there shouldn't be any negativity being thrown around in the league. Keep it fun, number one. And number two is, you know, add some of these elements that Dave and I have been alluding to. You know, a podcast, uh, a draft trip. You add a, add a draft trip to it, which we are going to do in Vegas next year, little Dave. So we had to try planning it um, a couple of years ago. It just didn't pop out. So in August, we're going to try to get to Vegas and do our draft in Vegas. We'll keep you posted on that add weekly prizes, um, all kinds of fun stuff you can do to make your league better. But the biggest thing I could say is make it fun. Don't make it boring and don't make it negative. So. Yeah. I, uh, I a hundred percent agree with everything you're saying. Cause at the end of the yeah. day, it's football. We all exactly. do it for fun. It's all players. It's fun. It should just be a nice, fun outlet, and it's it's it's. I take it to the next level because I've become a nerd, um, and and looking at the all twenty two film and watching this and watching that. Uh, but I, I, at the end of the day, I do it for fun, and I, I'm in I'm in three different leagues right now. This is the one, the league of consequences, the league I love, the league I do the most work on, I do the most paying attention to, and my my wife, who we do a little family league together. Um, a side note, um, she she didn't know anything about fantasy football when I first started you know playing it we were dating back in the late 90s which is a long time ago for you little dave i know um, like so Wasn't even born yet. yeah <laughs> so uh steak and heart i feel old okay um but <laughs> it's it's interesting you know she she she's still even learning she's been a lot of free leagues throughout the years she joined the family league last year which is just me and my brother-in-law and some cousins and my dad. And she's like, can I play in y'all's the family league? I'd like to play in it. I'm like, okay, sure. And she's annihilated us. She's the number one seed in, in our league. I'm already out of that. I'm already out of the playoffs in that league. <laughs> like she just killed everybody. And now she's like, maybe I can join your taco league next year. <laughs> I was like, I was like, well, well, we'll see. There has to be an opening, but we'll see what happens. But um, uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's actually the way it popped up. But anyway, so, out there, listeners out there, we love you. Just give a little bit of insight on to how to manage your team next year, where to look for a good league next year. Hopefully it helped out. We're going to take a quick commercial break from our friends at Rico's. And when we come back, um, Dave and I will discuss some key injuries going into week 16, maybe some waiver wire pickups you may want to think about. And then little Dave will take a chance at four questions. We'll be right back. Sometimes you don't want to open an entire can of Rico's cheese just for yourself. Well, if you're me, maybe you do. <laughs> but if you don't, don't worry. Rico's has you covered. They offer a variety of snacks you can take with you on a road trip, put in a lunchbox, or eat whenever you want, especially if it's just a party of one. It's the perfect size snack. 
Look for Rico's On The Go cheese sauce and chip packs wherever Rico's is sold. And we're back. So a couple of injuries we already discussed earlier this this podcast. Um, quarterbacks, so a couple of quarterbacks that are hurting. Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson. Jalen Hurts is doubtful, probably going to be ruled out later today. Lamar Jackson has a practice for a couple of days. Actually, Lamar Jackson has a practice for three weeks straight. And so um, there are actually some, I, I didn't bring this up earlier, um, Dave, is Lamar Jackson, there are actually rumors that he is just fed up like that. He is, he, he probably could practice, but that he is just not happy with the team and the organization right now. I don't know if those rumors are true or not, but it would lead to the, the, the novel that he wants to be traded and get out of there. So I'm not sure either way where they're probably not going to be available to us <laughs> this week. So we talked about Zach Wilson. We talked about um, Brock Purdy. Um, I guess what listeners, I am also a Jonathan Taylor owner. So I'm a Jalen hurts and Jonathan Taylor owner. Um, I don't know how I made it into the semis. Just got some, some, some nice turns of events that made me make got me up here. So I'm looking for a running back. Um, Tyler Lockett owners are looking for a receiver. It's, 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 it's tough out there right now. It's tough. So um, Dave, if you, if you're, if you're, if you're looking for a, a good running back, a good receiver, um, who do you got? Who do you got? Give me, give me someone you're looking forward to add to your lineup to help you push to the semis in week 16. Yeah. I actually have a uh, Tyler Lockett as well. So how to get him out of there. You, um, who if if you, if you have anybody on your bench um, to put in there, who you're looking to add um, to your lineup in the wide receiver position to help you carry you through week 16? He was uh, he was one of my flexes, so I ended up paying the rest of all my waiver wire money and got a uh, Zach Moss Colts. Yeah. Um, so a good point there, you know, listeners. So as I alluded to earlier, Jonathan Taylor is out. They, they just basically I would him for the rest of the year and for a good reason. I think Matt Ryan, who is possibly the slowest and weakest arm quarterback in the league is out. Nick Foles is starting. I mean, the whole Colts organization just needs a, needs to <laughs> shake themselves out for next year. So Nick Foles is starting and the backup running backs, um, Zach Moss and Deion Jackson, um, available on 96 and 93% of Yahoo and Super Leagues, um, respectively. So, it, and it's funny, um, me being a Jonathan Taylor owner, I, I figured somebody was going to pick up Zach Moss. He definitely had the bulk of the carries. I think he had 24 carries last week um, when Jonathan Taylor went down. I think Deion Jackson had 12. But Deion Jackson had the touchdown. Deion Jackson also ran the ball 14 times or 12 times, I believe. So they're about a 50-50 split. So I think um, Jonathan Taylor owners out there or Tyler Lockett owners in the flex, you know, Zach Moss, Deion Jackson, great additions. I think if you're looking for a tight end, uh, and I'm a big believer, Dave, in the flex quarterback tight end hybrid guy. (laughs) And, um, you know, a lot of a lot of guys are like, oh, that's that's just that's just cheating, and then like I'm like, oh, I think Taysom Hill, you know, is is it's a good player, and he did well last last week. He had a, he had a touchdown pass of like 68 yards or something like that. It's just one of those things you can throw that guy in a tight end spot and get you some points. But that's funny. The actual starting tight end for the Saints has had, I think six touchdowns in the past four games. He missed on the bum ankle or bum knee, but I mean, that guy is just a touchdown machine. Juwan Johnson available in almost 
80% of Yahoo and Super League. So if you're a little tight end hungry, um, he might be a good guy to go pick up. You look at any other players, quarterback, tight ends, you're looking that might be able to help out our our listeners week 16, Dave? Um, I was looking at a few wide receivers, but they're all like like boomer bust wide receivers. There's no yeah. I feel like there's no wide receivers in our league at least that I can pick up and be confident about. It's it's a tough one, you know. I, I think with Tyler Lockett out, I think Marquise Goodwin might be a good replacement for him if he's available in the league. Our league he's not available, I don't believe. So, but he's available on 97% of Yahoo and Sleeper Leagues. A, another running back that might be, be able to put in a good flex position is Tyler Algier, listeners, to for Atlanta. Yeah, I really thought when Corderell came back from injury a few weeks ago that he was just going to take over back to where he was at the earlier this season with about 80% of the snap share. But it really hasn't happened. Um, Tyler, Algier, Tyler Algier has still been on the field about 50% of the time, um, on routes about 50% of the time. And he actually was the faster, more aggressive runner this past game. So he's available at 63% of leagues listeners. So if you're looking for a running back replacement, Algier, Moss, Deion Jackson, great ads. Marquise Goodwin, nice receiver ad. Juwan Johnson, nice tight end ad. And I'm going to throw this out there for our listeners because we already discussed that um, some quarterbacks that might be in play. I know David throwing Zach Wilson, see if it sticks. I'm throwing Brock Purdy or or Sean Watson, see if those stick. There's one more quarterback I want to talk about, um, Sam Darnold. Uh, and he is doing halfway decent, keeping the ship afloat in Carolina. And the, the reason I like Sam Darnold um, this week is he's going up against Detroit. And Detroit gives up the most fantasy points to the quarterback position. And, but it's Carolina. So it's hard to say that, that that's going to be the case for Carolina. And Detroit's playing a heck of a lot better on the defensive side of the ball than they were earlier in the season. So I guess those those um, numbers can be skewed. But if you're a little quarterback hungry, um, Sam Darnold, um, I did start him one week last year. I think he got like nine points. So <laughs> yeah, it, was, it wasn't a good it wasn't a good play on my part. But yeah. um, for those you guys that are. Yeah, I should, right? <laughs> I'll take that under advice, man, Dave. Thank you. <laughs> yes, sir. And okay. Also, Go ahead. So, uh, just to update, I'm pretty sure that uh, Gardner Minshew as the start now for the Eagles. Yeah. Like yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it was never in doubt in my mind. I think, I think, really, was the big key for Hertz was they won last week and Dallas lost. If Dallas had won last week, um. And and beating the Jaguars last week, I think it might be a different story this week because then and then because then they're playing for the division almost because if Dallas mm-hmm. wins again, um, they're only a game behind with the tiebreaker for the division. But since Dallas lost, um, it it would it I think Philadelphia would have to lose out. Dallas would have to win out um, for that division to change hands. I don't think it's going to happen. So I think Jalen Hurts um, him sitting is the smart thing to do. It's bad for fantasy but good for the Eagles. And <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you could put Gardner Minshew in there. I, I, I'm actually thinking about that too, Dave. It's like, well, should I pick up Minshew? Should I throw him in there? Uh, it's just about Dallas defense is just too hard. I, I just can't do it. I can't. And I can't, um, with all things saying to our listener, that I can't, I can't tell you to put Minshew in over Darnold or in over Wilson or even in over Purdy. I put all those guys above Minshew this week. So, Take it as you want, listeners. A lot of quarterbacks out there for you to play, but we can talk quarterbacks until the cows go home, Dave. But 
I think our listeners and I get most comments in my DMs for this come to hear our four questions segment. <laughs> Are you ready? So your 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 dad, aka owner of the happy ending team in our league, the best he's ever done. And I actually went back and looked. I, I keep I keep historical records of our four questions throughout the years. The best he's done is three out of four. That is the best he's done. Um, and he's done this about three times. And I think that he's averaged about two out of four, one out of four. That's usually what he goes with. So I am really hoping that you can go four for four today and, and knock it out of the park. Are you ready? I hope so. Yes, sir. Let's go. Okay. Let's go with... Um, Let's go with a, a football question to start off. Real real easy. If you know your football Super Bowl history, Dave, you should get this question. Uh-oh. <laughs> what 1985 Super Bowl champion is still considered by most to have the best defense to ever take the field in any season? The Bears. The Bears. That is correct. The Monsters of the Midway. Uh, I want to say... Guys, that was Singletary. That was um, Refrigerator Perry. I think that may have been Richard Dent's rookie season. I have to go back and look on that. I mean, that that defense was was a defense to be. I think they only lost one game that season. I mean, the offense was good. You got Walter Payton and Jim McMahon on the offense, but you know Mike Ditka and that defense. They were they were they were killer. Okay, one for one. You are well on your way, Dave. <laughs> Number two. <laughs> Oh, some a TV question. One of my favorites from the nineties. Oh no! <laughs> what actress starred as Buffy in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the TV show? Oh man, I I have no clue. <laughs> it's okay. She she I would say she's relatively famous. You've seen Cruel Tensions. You may know who she is. Um, Sarah Michelle Gellar. Sarah never, Michelle Gellar was. Oh, you gotta go look her up. She was pretty hot back in the day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's go with a music question. Okay. Um, what famous drummer and musician had hits with Susu Studio in the air tonight and Invisible Touch? Another question I don't know. <laughs> so you know, it's it's one of those songs that everybody has heard, Dave. I can feel it coming in the air oh, tonight. I have heard that song. Yep. Okay. Yep. <laughs> and uh, but I'll, a few people don't know. It is Phil Collins. Oh, Phil Collins is the that. answer. Phil Collins. Oh, that's okay. One for three. One for three. You know, two for four here. You know, two for four here. You ready? Yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> I hate I hate to say it. it's another. Um, historical TV question here. <laughs> what former Star Trek captain? So there's only there's only a few of those guys from Star Trek. Star Trek captain. What former Star Trek captain also played T.J. Hooker on TV? Um, I I don't know. Yeah, William Shatter. William Shatter is who I was going for. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, 
one for four <laughs> is your total there. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things, you know, with the Star Trek captains, you got William Shatner, you got your Cisco, um, who else? Uh, Picard. Uh, there's a few of them out there, but either way, it's, it's okay. You're, 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 you're dead. One time, one, one, one for four. He's gone three uh, for four. It's okay. <laughs> you gotta go. uh, I don't want to rush you, but I, Gotta go. <laughs> oh My no! <laughs> the owner is rushing the manager out of the out of out of the house here. Uh, okay, but real quick, uh, I want to thank um, Little Dave for being on the podcast today. I do appreciate it. Um, best of luck um, this week against me, Little Dave. Not not crazy luck, but um, but good luck the rest of the way. I do hope for the best for you, and thank you for being on the podcast today. Gotcha. Thank you so much. You have a good day. All right. Take care. Take care. And that was Little Dave, the one-two punch of the Happy Endings co-managed team with his dad. It is nice seeing a father-son co-managed team. It's also nice seeing father and son spending time together during the holiday season. And I think that is a perfect segue to conclude our podcast as this is the final podcast of the season season four of our podcast mind you i just want to take a little bit of time to thank a few people first of all our wonderful friends sponsors at triple d and rico's we love you guys keeping our lights on here thank you for all you do for us i want to thank every single guest i had on the podcast this season you all brought it. Love the banter. I look forward to doing it many years to come. And last, but certainly not least, I want to thank every single person that listens to my podcast. Every time you download it, every time you click on it, it really helps us out. So wherever you listen to the podcast, make sure you're liking, five-star review, all that fun stuff, because all of those analytics really help our podcast i'm looking for bigger and better things next year i'm going to add more dynamics to the podcast more segments it's going to be a video podcast i'm going to get a mixing board and producer i'll tell you guys this thing's growing it's growing out of control i'm like a mad scientist in here with my podcast i really look forward to next season but if you're still in the playoffs best of luck in the semis this week and if you're not get ready for next season it's gonna be a lot of fun so good luck happy holidays and be safe out there this was the final episode season four of the taco tuesday banish Wally podcast this is spicy gumbo signing off take care <laughs>